No one is perfect, not even the Uggs. But don't tell them I said that. Here are some screw-ups, edits, and extras from the last episode of The Ugly Truth. We call them Ugly Cuts. I actually blame Daryl for this. This was like, we recorded the show, and so it's been like two weeks since he did it, but that possum sat in our garbage can for a week because it happened happened right after the garbage was picked up, and so it was like the Thursday leading into the Thanksgiving week, and we didn't get to talk about it on the show. I forgot, which is weird. He's lucky that the weather recently has been so unseasonably damn cold. cold. Is it just me, or is it like... (laughs) unusually cold for sacramento it's 30 it was 36 degrees it okay. was free it, i mean i realize that sounds balmy to people in the midwest but the reality right. is is that 36 in california is freaking chilly because it's really cold. i told victor i'm like is it just me or is it really cold the like the last two weeks and he's like he's like well it's winter and i'm like no i said it's not winter i'm like it's sacramento it's california i mean i can't remember the last time i bought my kids a jacket like a they need a hoodie I That's had to it. buy Olivia a sweatshirt to wear under her jacket <laughs> yeah because it wasn't enough I'm like I'm like are, am I Larry is that what this is I'm like what is this Chicago <laughs> I know well I seriously you know you you know if you live up in like the foothills then you know sometimes you even get snow up there so mittens and a and a hat and a coat and all of that is very normal but when you're in the valley Let's be honest. I mean, a chilly day is like, oh, I guess I'll wear a long sleeve shirt today. I mean, seriously, the kids usually wear like windbreakers or something. Yes, they wear silly. a little little jacket. Or but anyway, zip up hoodies. I mean, that's what they get away with. <laughs> I know. So luckily, yes, it's been like it's been that thing was probably frozen in our in our whatever garbage can we right. were allowed to put it in. But yeah, it was. <clears throat> Imagine what he would do to a human. God. I know. I don't, well, you know what? Huskies are notoriously passive with with humans. They're horrible watchdogs. That's dogs. true. He'd probably just lick him to death. But exactly, exactly. Well, so I was disappointed this year that all the grocery stores did not have like any free turkey deals. I don't know what happened. They have they have the reduced price. Like if you spend twenty five dollars, it's a ten cent per pound turkey. Like Rayleigh's had a really good Rayleigh's and Bel Air had a really good deal on on frozen turkeys. See, I should have done that. We went to yeah. Safe Mart and we got one for like ninety nine cents a pound. God and Paula, I spent a dollar a pound and we got a natural non frozen turkey at Rayleigh's. We actually decided to splurge this year and pay a dollar a pound to get a not like a partially frozen one that had like less phosphorates in it and stuff. We're like, you know what? Let's splurge this year. <laughs> so we paid a dollar a pound. Yeah. We so paid... we got like a Jenny O or something like that. I don't know yeah. what we got. But Bad. I mean, uh, that sucks. We we don't. I well, first of all, I'm the queen of throwing it away within seven days. I don't save anything unless it's frozen, and I'm not freezing cooked turkey. And like Daryl, because you know we're both we both have old school parents and mothers, where you know she probably just like our mom saves the wing and the and the shit that nobody will actually eat and she's like oh but this will make great broth right and right. so you save it and then you boil it in water and you're like this looks like witch's brew like i would never eat this well and not just that but i mean once it's already been baked there's no flavor left i mean you gotta slather it in gravy anyway but it's... you're right i mean i did make turkey soup and oh, i and well, that's good but and it turned out really good but i mean like yesterday was the last day I threw everything away yesterday. So yeah. what is that? Less than a week. Right. Basically. 
Yes, yeah. right. So anyways, that's my due date. Mm-hmm. So I let everything. Th- so I let the turkey thaw in the sink in water. Right. Um, overnight, and then the next morning I checked everything, and it was all like thawed. And so, um, I put it in the oven because it said it should cook for like four and a half hours. And so, did you stuff it? I did not stuff it. Okay. Because I have to use the gluten-free stuffing. Oh, right. And so right. it just tastes like mush when you <laughs> stuff it. It's not good. I stopped stuffing my turkey. Oh, I stopped really? a couple of years ago. I loved I loved st- turkey stuffing when it was really? like regular. Really? That was like my favorite part. Oh, you know, Malia's favorite part is stuffing, too. But nobody likes the soggy stuffing. I, I'm with you. I do like it. I loved it. But no one else does. And so I stopped doing it. And because they kind of like the crispy part. But but there's and when you stuff it, there's only a little bit that is so. But yeah, the Thanksgiving worked out. You know, Tyler came over with his uh, girlfriend and uh, had dinner with us. And I told him, I said, yeah, someday, son, you're going to do your own. He goes, nah, I'm going to come here every year. It's going to be tradition. And I'm like. <laughs> You just you just made my heart grow three times. <laughs> the idea of you bringing your family to my house every year. <laughs> I was so I was like, I'm holding you to that son, you young 20 something. Yeah, really. We'll see. But, you know, he's he's just blossomed into such a cool kid. I'm just so happy for with him. I just really am so happy with him. All the kids, really. I mean, Thanksgiving is a time to reflect and be grateful. And for me, you know, I'm very thankful I mean, I know we're way past Thanksgiving, but I, I am thankful that we have healthy children. Yeah. I mean, I that's agree. the main thing. But yeah, we, we drank into the night and I didn't feel very good. And but, you know, because I'd had just, you know, what's weird is I don't know about you, but I barely ate a plate of food. Like I barely ate. I was so over it by the time we sat down. Yeah, I, I just had literally like- wanted nothing. I had like one plate, I think, but you know, I eat like a bird, so I don't eat that much. I just didn't, I did not eat anything. I I mean, I had like a a bite of everything just to make sure it tasted good. And I'm like, God, it all tastes really great. But the idea of putting anything in my mouth right now makes me want to vomit. Yeah. It just didn't taste good. So, well, you know, you have, I have, we have years where things take, turn out really well and, or Mm. certain things turn out really well. And some things just don't. And the turkey this year was just kind of like, it just, it wasn't very good. Well, so, because you took it out and had and, to go put it back in. Yeah, and it just didn't work out. But, that's a bummer. You know, oh, it well. Just, but, you know, the green beans were good. The stuffing, oh, good. I liked the stuffing. And then, um, I don't know. I had a problem with the gravy and, <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know, just different things that... That should yeah. be good, but didn't turn out. So <laughs> right, right. I'm oh, a, well. You're usually your own worst critic. So of course, absolutely, it's true. And I always tried. I always try one experimental side. I did a. I did a um, sweet potato casserole because Tyler really likes sweet potatoes, but I don't do the old fashioned where you put. Um, marshmallows on it and oh stuff. Oh god, my stepdaughter would have, she would wanted me to do one of those so bad and I just couldn't bring myself to do it. No, I just didn't do it and so I made this savory one which had a little bit of a potato in it but it was mostly sweet potatoes with sage and butter and milk and, and then you top it with panko crumbs and it was really, really good but no one really liked it. <laughs> no one really liked it And but no one likes the sweet potatoes in general. It's a very foreign food in our palate we just don't do that you know 
I like so. I mean, I like them, but Victor doesn't like them. So I'm not I a just, big fan. I mean, I like butternut squash and stuff, but sweet potatoes is just not my forte. So yeah, I don't know. No, but I mean, I I'm the I'm really the only one that likes them, so I don't make them. You can buy like one and bake it or something, but whatever. Yeah. It's like, I'll just be here eating my sweet potato. I usually mix them with like a dollop of sour cream or yeah. something like that. And well, that's what I kind of did. I thought pepper. it was. I liked it. I liked it. But I can't eat a whole thing of them. You know, it was very rich. Yeah. But anyway, well, anyway, I don't know. No one wants to hear about our food, our menus. I still have some other things that I have to do. But I mean, it's not even December for, or it's December 1st right now. So. Yeah, I it feel sometimes it feels like Thanksgiving and Christmas are like right next door to each other. This year, I feel like I actually have a an actual month. For some reason, it feels like there's a bigger span of time, which is nice. But and I did start, you know, it's not right. Oh, you, you mean you didn't buy like two hundred dollars worth of it at some fundraiser at your school? <laughs> not yet. God, I'm so sick of the fundraisers. <laughs> Shouldn't that be Did coming? I tell you I actually emailed the teacher to ask them where all this money was going? No, because we talked about how you bought all that crap. I did, because I'm just and like, you, you asked? Know, I don't recall seeing a flyer where all, As to why? asking where all this money is going. Well, what is it? So basically, it just goes to like a general slush fund for oh. the, the classroom. So there's no actual purpose? Also, there's a big trip at the end of the year for... Okay certain students not, oh, not even all. not mm. even like my student necessarily that mm-hmm. go to, to help pay for that trip <gasps> and so i'm just like fuck you and your stupid fundraisers i'll be like you know what this is what the pta and you know what i bought yeah. 35 dollars worth of nuts and i haven't <laughs> seen any of them yeah so until i get my nuts i'm not buying anything <laughs> You know what? That is shady fundraising practices. It just, it doesn't add up. I would be like, you know what? I'm just going to start, you know, the PTA is, is the is the group that's supposed to fund your trips for special students, not for you to, you know, put your band account above the overdrawn limit because you had to go to some stupid seminar to learn how to teach children how to play flutes. Yeah, really, whatever. because you want to go play, you know, on on the lawn of the Washington Monument or something like that. Our students like... are fundraising so they can watch me perform a piccolo routine in front of the Capitol next year. Like, screw off. If my daughter needs to take a trip, then I'm going to pay for it. So I'm not going to, you know, and I'm and I'm positive I would have to pay for it. I'm sure I wouldn't be getting any money from that general fund. The general fund is not reserved for your student. It's reserved for these students, these pretend students. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, don't expect any money from us anymore. <laughs> well, I don't blame you. Well, I'm serious. I knew I'm it. Just I like, knew I'm, it. I'm just like, I don't. I, I'm so glad you asked because no one ever asks. Well, I mean, I wanted to know. And it seems like every month she's coming home or every like other week she's coming home mm-hmm. with some sort of fundraiser thing. But there's never like a disclaimer as far as what the what fundraiser for. is for. Yeah, and see, I'm just like, so we're all these pigs running off the cliff. Why are we running <laughs> off the cliff? Just curious. Yes. 
where are we going? I wonder how many people have the tenacity to actually ask this person, why are you asking our children to raise all of this money for one class? It's not even like it's not even like a year round fully included, you know, they're they're traveling around town performing kind of thing. Like, what is this? What are we doing? Well, you know me, I would have walked right up to him and said, what? Why am I? Why are you asking me to fundraise with nothing? No proof of why. Give me a reason. Please, yeah, anything, really. and it's not like she gets any any benefits if she raises, no. you know, like a thousand dollars. There's not even something. any like motivation to raise funds, and it's like you know he'd stand there in his little brown vest and sad little tie and be like, well, you know, da da da, the arts are dying. It'd be like, no, you're dying if you ask me for one more dime and don't give me a reason why. This better be going to some kind of damn field trip, gas money maybe. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> No, because they asked for parent volunteers to drive to the events. No, absolutely not. I, I am, I am the teacher's worst nightmare. Those types of teachers, so there, I am their why, worst nightmare. And when I asked, it's just like it, the the way he responded. It's almost like he was uncomfortable or something like that. <laughs> well, he should be. He should be. But I only the only reason why I asked, and I told I said I only asked because I said I don't recall seeing any literature about right. these fundraising events, like what what the money goes to. You know what? That sounds a little shady, Paula. Well, I, I think you think they're going to see shady. a dime from us again? No, <clears throat> no. I, and no. I I just think that if you if you were to even ask a couple of parents, not the joiner parents, not the parents who wish they could teach too. You know, where they could be in the band. I mean, regular parents, you know, ask them about it and see what they have. And they, you know what they'd probably do? You know, I was wondering the same thing. And then you're going to, then you got a coup. Well, that then would, you have a coup. And that, that's where I come in. <laughs> that's that would, what, that's the kind, that's the kind of stuff I used to do. That would require me to talk to other people. Well, so. it's true. That is true. Okay. So speaking of other people. Now, of course, one got married, so she she always acted like she didn't notice, but that's a lie, because how can you not notice a, an adorable well, mountain mean, boy? It doesn't matter I mean, what age you are. I mean, she's not blind. Well, <laughs> They're cute. We're not blind, and we're, no. you know, far past that age. <laughs> you could be my child, and you're still adorable. That's the only thing I'm particular about, is fraying out all the branches. But and so if there's even one, you're like, stop! You know, Wait. I'm just like you can see a, you can see right there. I'm like you can see the the the, the that plug is number 5 and I'm like spray out that branch and the hide it, you know. So and you're so, like here let me do it, but you're directing. So once that's you're all delegating. And he does stuff like this, like go to New Jersey with my car keys. <laughs> and it makes makes me like drive in the middle of the night with my four children because he can't make a reservation. <laughs> God, you know, I I don't I don't even know what to say because it's the little infractions that make you the most furious. This is you what know? makes me lose my brain. <laughs> and I don't mean just you. I mean people and, you know, humans in general when you're with someone who inherently is harebrained and <laughs> and and you're not and then you have to, you know, it's like I it's like you start to think I I don't even know why I'm with you. Like I don't even know why I'm doing this with you anymore. You're so dumb. Why are you so dumb? After a while, I'm just... No, I'm the dumb one, Jamie. Yeah, really. Who's the dumb one, right? That's No, that's that's the thing. Is, is like, Who's the I, tail? Who's the dog? I don't know. I'm, I'm the punchline. Yeah. I am the punchline. I'm the line. joke. 
I am the punchline. So I mean, after a while, I'm just like <laughs> I'm. I'm not even angry. Like this is just. Well, you you're is, tired, Paula. You're tired. This you're like life. I've resigned myself to this life of woe. I just I should have done it myself. I I was going to do the reservation. I well, I, you know, you you think a thirty year old who has served in the military for some time would be capable of making? But no, a reservation. actually, that's the worst part. Being in the military is like being institutionalized. Everything is <laughs> that's true. They do everything for, for you. you. You don't. You, you're right. You, you're you're never accountable. You just they just tell you where to point point and you point. They and hand they do you papers else. with your name on it and directions. That's true. So when you are actually required to do something, it's like, wait a minute, what? Oh, that's so funny. Anyway, okay. So, well, I'm sorry that you're so tired and we're almost done with the show. So you can, I don't know what you're, I have no idea what you're going to do other than maybe go to bed at like six, hopefully. Uh, yeah, find a way we'll to see sleep. what happens. We'll see. We'll, we'll figure something out. It's only Wednesday. Whoever, whoever <laughs> we is. I don't know. I don't, I'm talking in the third person now. I know. <laughs> um... <laughs> You know what I I will say I've seen already, which I completely just disappoints me. What? Which I I guess I shouldn't say it disappoints me. I mean, nothing the Kardashians do disappoint me. But um, since he's been admitted to the hospital, mm-hmm. all I've seen are stories about Kim Kardashian um, and their distancing stories. Mm-hmm. Like stories talking about how their relationship have have taken like, you know, a fall recently in the recent months and stories right. about how she's trying to protect the kids and stories about um, how his health have taken a toll on her. And I don't know how true any of that crap is. But no, it's it may not be true. But what I'm saying is, is those stories are starting to come out. And so it's mm-hmm. already like her PR people are trying to put a spin on like oh. ways for her to like start escaping this this relationship in, yeah, in essence. And, yeah, and I don't, I think that's I don't just know. really shitty because yeah, it, you know, yeah, I know what you're I, saying. You know, I'm just like Yeah, I do talk about you just, mean. you know, non committal and and right. you know not even being with someone in sickness and in health. Well, you know? I don't think you should judge her because you're reading crap. You're not even, you don't, we don't even know the truth. We don't know. I, I have a hard time believing that she's trying to shield her children from their father. That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, she had an appearance. She canceled it immediately and went to the hospital the day he was in there. It was, it's not, it's hard because everything is just so salacious. Everybody wants to try to get you to click on their thing. And yeah. it's a lot of assumptive behavior. You know, it's a lot of assumptions. No one knows. I mean, how long did people believe that this robbery was a fucking hoax? It wasn't a hoax. She was robbed. There was a witness. And still t- people, including you, didn't believe that it really happened. True. It happened. You know, it happened. And she has been completely done with social media. She's done nothing. Nothing. In fact, this appearance that she was supposed to make was going to be her very first appearance since the robbery. And she canceled it because he ended up, you know, going crazy at some person. Right. So all I'm saying is that I think that his mental health is absolutely in question. And I really, really do hope, regardless of how I feel about his music, which I don't like at all. Right. Hopefully, you know, it will. I don't. I don't know about the whole relationship thing. I mean, we don't, I don't understand that level of publicity. I don't get any of that, but hopefully at the end of the day, you know, I kind of feel like it's almost like they've been humbled to a level of like when their father died 
this is so real life. This isn't even funny. It's not something you can spin. I mean, I hope with this robbery thing and then him losing his, you know, losing it on his staff. I well, mean, it just makes him mortal, you know? Right. And also it just makes, I would just wonder, I mean, can we just assume that we're seeing some reality checks now and that maybe we, we don't need to be adored by billions of people? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think we're asking a lot, <laughs> but you never know. I mean, maybe someone will wake up and go, you know what? I'm really over it. We don't need to be adored by all. I don't know. I mean, I really don't. We'll see. We'll see. I, but I do wish him health. I mean, I, 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 he's still a human being and I do wish him, you know, health and wellness. I think it's a, I think it's a long road. I mean, I do too. Oh, for, please. It for is someone a long road. with his, his ego. And yeah. I, I think that I, I mean, I really do hope that he's able to take it seriously and, mm-hmm. and recognize that um, it, it needs to be addressed. But right. I just I, I do worry about someone like him yeah. not being able to um, to see the benefits over I know. especially o- when over when, the trade off, you know, when you have when you have people who just rely on you making them money, it's really hard to be- remember, you know. Well, People don't look in your free. They're not looking at your. That you, you, you make them more money when you're crazy. Well, and not just that, but I mean, people don't necessarily want to be even kilter. You know, they just mm-hmm. it's um, it it doesn't feel as good for some people. Right. You know, it's they true. they'd rather take the bad and you know keep the good. That's true. Speaking of bad, um, Corey Feldman got married about a month ago. Gross to who? He has a girlfriend. He's, um, I think he's in his 40s, late mid to late 40s. I think he's older than me. So he's like late 40s. And his girlfriend's 27. <laughs> he can even get young ass. That's ridiculous. They've been, they've been together for almost four years. They were sitting in a restaurant and he wrote a note asking her to marry him and did a check yes or no box. And she was dumb enough to check yes. I would have spilled my drink on that. And they went to Vegas. I would Vegas. have blown my nose in there. <laughs> they went to Vegas and got married. Mm-hmm. And the it, it was funny because it's like, okay, I, I don't really know what to say about all of that. I mean, and I know he, it, I watched an, an interview. I watched him say what he did. <laughs> so I know he actually did that. And, of course, he's trying to act like, I don't know how you guys found out about this. I'm like, really? I wonder how we found out about this Z-list celeb getting married to a person who's basically a fetus in your mind. I don't know about you, but, like, tonight I'm going to the Jingle Ball in San Jose. I'm taking Malia with me because, Daryl, this is his event, so we're going. And I'm going to be surrounded by a bunch of 16 to 25-year-olds watching this, this show. I feel like a relic. I don't know how these men can be with women who are so young and not feel like old, smelly codgers. Like, how do they do? How do they reason that these young, beautiful, tight women want to have anything to do with you? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. If they if these women let them put their wieners in them, then (sighs) they're just like, oh, okay, then then it's okay. It just seems so weird. It's like when you look in the mirror and then you go into your room and you see this gorgeous, maybe gorgeous 20 something in your bed. What goes through your mind to think that this is true love? (laughs) I don't get it. I mean, I don't get I'm not saying that it doesn't work, but I mean, come on. Most of the time it's not right. Jamie, men are simple creatures. I know. 
They just like youth. Why why do you think that there there's depth beyond <laughs> the boobs and vagina that are in their sheets? You mean just, those you you mean those who prefer infants? I mean, you know, I'm the just, young I'm just the saying super young girls. Like there was a study that showed that I saw that men who are like in their 20s Mm-hmm. Like are attracted to women who are eighteen to twenty or so, or right. eighteen to twenty-five. Men who are change. in their thirties <laughs> are attracted to women who are eighteen to twenty-five. Men who are in their forties are attracted to women who are eighteen is. to twenty-five. Men who like, are in their seventies are attracted to women who are eighteen to twenty-five. Like in in theory, I completely understand it. And there are very obviously there are a, a billion exceptions to the rule where a man who is older meets a, a woman who maybe has an old soul or is more mature than her normal age. And it somehow it works and their personalities click and it's wonderful. I totally get that. And I know many examples of how that works out. But I'm talking about people like Corey Feldman. Or that guy that married that young girl, Courtney Stodden, that 50-year-old that married that 17-year-old girl. They're still married. I Well, I know. I know. I just, I'm, I'm like, how how does that work? Like, what, what, how does that happen? I don't understand. I just, I'm really it's called, struggling. It's called daddy issues. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That must be it. I mean, I if there's know. enough damaged goods out there and these people can prey upon it, then they will. <laughs> Yeah, if you ask your first question, so what's your relationship like with your dad? Oh, my dad. Oh, so can I buy you a drink? Yeah, really? I mean, that's pretty much how that pretty much goes. (laughs) Anyway, okay. That's the thing about these old guys. They've been around the block. They know know this game. I know. Okay, we are running incredibly late. That's fine. Well, yes and no. Daryl, I'm just going to have to tell Daryl to really chop this thing up because there's a... Plus, there's a lot of stuff you don't well, want to Well, I mean, anyway. we had a good long conversation that can be cut out anyway, remember? Yes. But what I'm saying, no, no, what I'm saying is, is as far as having their heads on straight, meaning like their thought, their thought processes would mm-hmm. be, um, the, well, I mean, like the, yeah. they, they would be very like, um, a little the, more reasonable. Well, they would just, the, once they set their mind to something, mm-hmm. like it, it, it's, they know what they're doing. Right. You know what I'm the saying? The wedding, the... She calls it bohemian hick because that's what she wants. She wanted it very free feeling, wildflowers, you know, all of that stuff. But it's also incredibly traditional. There's going to be a cake and, you know, all that, the, the stuff that go with your typical right. wedding. And there's going to be a bar, which I thought was very cool. Personally, but, you know, there's always a million people who go, hey, I've been married for four and I got married when I was 19. It's like, well, congratulations. You're the rare breed, apparently. But most people don't do well when they get married at 19. So Really? And how many I mean, infidelities have you guys had? I'm just kidding. Well, that's my thing. It's like, how many wars have you, how many times have you left the house? How, I mean, let's be, you know, be honest with yourself. We've been in love for 41 years. I'm like, sure. And he's been in love with Jolene for 42 years, but whatever. Anyway, um... So I did some Googling just to see what this dude was all about. And there's nothing. There's nothing on him anywhere, which is shocking. I think TLC wiped it. You can do that. You know, there's a way to bury shit that you don't want people to see. Um, oh, yeah. And so I, I because the only thing that you can find on him is all sister wife stuff. There's nothing else. Nothing. Nothing. 
Well, maybe only... his name isn't even Tony. Maybe he goes by it's something Anto- else. It's Antonio. And I know, I can't remember his last name, but I, I know what it is. So I looked it up. There was one arrest in 2015 for a DUI and almost hitting a pedestrian in St. George, Utah in September of 2015. But when I looked at the address that they listed in the arrest record, it was the name of the person was his name, but it was age 51. So I'm thinking it was his dad. Oh, maybe. So that's doesn't even, you know, well, it's neither here nor there. Yeah. And he said he was, believe used I to be that. Catholic. Well, so I looked him up on Facebook. He does have a Facebook page. So I, and he, he's, he hasn't smartened up yet. So he didn't hide any of his friends yet. So I went through his friends list and I found all of his relatives. He has like, he's friends with like four of them. Mm-hmm. They don't speak English. None of them. Really? Are, they are hardcore Hispanic. They don't speak a lick of English, and they are really Catholic. So I don't know what or how he converted. Like, I don't know if it was a girl or if just something happened and he just decided this was a better way to go. Ooh, I wonder if they found him in a mission. I don't know, but he's got a he's got a lot of family and a lot of cousins and stuff. And I know I sound creepy. I know I don't I I I can't apologize for it because it's all public record. I just typed in his name and there it all was. We're weird. I know, but I just I I think what it was. It's like where did he come from? Like where did this dude come from? I mean, how did this happen? And I'm sure you know. Like I said, it's not. It's not like I went, I didn't go pay for anything or anything like that. I just was doing some general searching, going, who is this guy? And the fact that I couldn't find anything unless it was social media related means to me that they scrubbed him somehow where we can't find anything. Like creepy people like me can't find anything. I don't know. But he's also really young. He probably doesn't have anything. You know, I mean, he's only 23. Right. Plus, it gave them time to see if this thing was going to stick, which it did. Yeah. Which it did. So he's, I don't he's know. He's not so dumb. I mean, no, I think he's he, not. He pretty actually. Much, I think he knows. He knows her probably more than, you know, one would believe. Sure. I think they try really hard to try to prevent the public from seeing what they're really like. But I mean, like their oldest son, Logan's been with that girl for like three, two or three years. Yeah. Yeah. They're celibate, right? I mean, come on. Well, I, I mean, mean, he's they like can 25. Probably, they probably can try and portray how that's their beliefs. It doesn't right. mean that's their kids' beliefs. It clearly isn't. But so. the only thing that I found the most compelling, because all the wedding kid stuff, it's just so typical. You know, it's not, it, it wasn't anything. You know, I, I think the kid is not good enough for her. But then again, I think she's just looking for any reason to get out. And this was her way out. She doesn't really portray herself as being uh, all that great herself. So, well, she's just she's just so young, and you know she's already dropped out of school, and she's you know working at a pawn shop. I mean, she has no direction whatsoever. And I, I mean, I feel sorry for her in the sense that maybe she was not neglected necessarily, but maybe you know because there were so many kids. She might have been one of those people that needed a little more attention and she didn't get it. And so now she's kind of like, oh, I'm an adult. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And she changes her mind every 10 minutes. She refused to go to college. Yeah. So, I mean, she said she was going to move to Seattle, Washington. And so I think their their way of trying to avoid her doing that was... Well, she didn't have the money to go. She wanted them to do it. Right. And so they were just trying to help her... 
well, that's what they said was their plan was to try and help, like, regroup her, I guess, to give her a little bit of freedom. And they and, just didn't take into account that she would be a boy crazy <laughs> the second she got away. Yeah, really. I mean, and then, you know, she moved in with her sister, and that was an epic failure. Remember? That didn't even last six months. No, the sister hated her. Yeah, she's like, get out! She she couldn't stand it. So, I mean, she, I think, you know, I don't know how this the, the marriage thing will go. I mean, we may never know actually how that works out. And, you know, maybe it'll work out. Maybe she'll be a great mom. Who knows? But... Um, the biggest, the most compelling thing of all was how revealing the conversation, the staged conversation that Corey and Mary had, or Cody and Mary had about their daughter, Mariah, <laughs> how he completely flipped it and started talking about their relationship and not about Mariah at all. Yeah, really? I mean, he flipped that thing so fast on her. She's like, well, this is about Mariah. He goes, yeah, but what do you mean about me? He is so unwilling to take any responsibility for that failure. I, it is shocking to me. Shocking. See, I viewed it the completely opposite way. You blame the women for everything, Paula. You always do. The men are never at fault for anything. It's always the women. You blamed Gwen Stefani for her husband cheating on her. You blame everybody for everything when it comes to these stories. But he is equally at fault for that marriage falling apart. And it is completely broken, by the way. Well, I don't even know why they're even bothering. Well, that was my whole point. But I mean, that not just that, but I mean... I was kind of shocked that she had basically kicked him out. And I had heard about that. And that he wasn't, she wasn't even like allowing him over there anymore. That was kind of surprising to me. Well, that happened during her affair, her emotional affair. She did that because she thought she was getting out. And I think she, you know, and then, and when she's like, you know why I did that, he goes, no, I don't. And she's looking at him like, are you fucking kidding me? Have I been. I mean, like, why are you acting like you don't understand? And that would make that would piss me off, too. But then in the same breath, everybody, including the other wives, all say, oh, well, they've been having problems just for years. I mean, even back in Utah, they were having problems. And I'm like, well, then you can't really blame it on this whole affair thing if they're having they've been having problems for years. You know, I mean, her needs change. She wanted a more monogamous marriage. And he's like, um, no, it's way too late for that. And so her I think I in one sense, I feel sorry for her because I think that she doesn't know anything else. And but she doesn't want it anymore. You know what I mean? Like she right. doesn't. And the one opportunity that she thought she had to get out was a was a complete and total sham. And she was completely, I think the reason that she got taken advantage of, she was so hungry for a monogamous relationship that she would believe anything. And I think that's how she got taken. I feel for her. I mean, I'm not saying she's an easy person, but I feel for her. Yeah, I don't really feel bad for her. (laughs) In fact, I think her daughter's a brat. I think think he's being like really nice to her given the circumstances that's because in his mind nobody screwed her so therefore it wasn't legitimately an affair because like i was watching that whole situation and when she Mm -hmm. says i asked cody to leave during my you know situation and i just Mm -hmm. be like if that was me i would have been like you kicked me out you kicked the only dick you had available out when you were talking to another chick (laughs) Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I know. Like, you're a piece of shit. You're a putz. Right. And so... That aspect, she's absolutely at fault. It's true. But I also think their marriage was a mess way before... I think... 
I, I mean, I don't know, but she there. You can't hide that. Like when when the producers asking him, he's like, "Well, do you want to talk about it?" And he had this look of absolute fury. He was like, "I don't want to talk about it." Like, no, he just did not want to break <clears throat> break script at all. He did not want to discuss it. Well, I think I they don't, hate each other. I don't think he wants the marriage to end. I think he wants to try and fix it. I think he just honestly doesn't know how. He wants her to fall in line with the plan. He wants her to get in line with the program. But you know, I think like, that's the problem is, is I think what she wants is impossible. Right. So she's got to make a choice and she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to so give up. That's the hard part is, is right. like, you know, as long as she keeps living in limbo, you know, nothing's going to get fixed. Yeah, because it's like, look, you either get with the program and you do what we've always done or you leave. But it, he's and never going to leave. He's never going to say, I'm done with you. She's going to have no, to be the one. he'd never do that to her. He'd no. never abandon her. I mean, nope. that's horrible. Well, and I, and I think that's what he even said to her to her at one point he says you he's like you keep putting me in limbo you know Mm -hmm. or did she say that to him she said that to him she's been living in limbo forever because he won't even but she's projecting but he's icing her out too like she's like when i ask you to help me with this you always you never find time or you said you'll call me and then you never do like i know he does that on purpose he doesn't want to deal with her because she's difficult i think it's just a two-way street. I don't yeah, think it probably it's, is. Well, it's I mean, two I'm people sure. who are really hurt and don't see eye to eye on what their marriage should be. And because she doesn't want to share him anymore. And well, he's you know like, what? I it's think not that, happening. I think that started probably right after he married Janelle, to be honest. He, she hated Janelle. In fact, did you get that little line when they were all sitting there on the couch and he goes, yeah, we've never had a monogamous marriage before. Mary goes, well, actually, we had one more. And he's like, what, what is that? She goes, mine and Cody's. And yeah. I'm like, oh, man. I think that, I think the problem, I, I think their relation, I think it's been like that probably since, you know, he married Janelle, to be honest. So I, I mean, think after she had her kid, I think it was okay because they had a different focus. But I think um, I think it's been rocky since the beginning. And he has said many times that if he could go back, he would not have gotten married so young. He has said that many times. Right. Because he was 22, 21 when he married her. So. And then anyway. he even said that. Well, but the, the and see, that's the thing is, is we even when this show started, I mean, I think their relationship was in trouble because, oh, yeah, you know, they were t- he was talking to her about doing in vitro mm-hmm. and because he says, I think it would make you happy. And <laughs> yeah, she, and she's all no. And she's like, no, I don't think so. And then yeah, later she has, says, well, maybe and it has nothing to do with. It only has to do with the fact that she is not cut out for the polygamous lifestyle and she's been begrudgingly doing it her whole life. Her whole life. I feel sorry. I feel bad that she feels so tied to this faith that she can't get out of it. You know what I mean? I mean, I just that part makes me feel bad that she feels so compelled to stay because it's all she's ever known. It that would be really hard. That's really hard to do. Yeah, and I guess it sounded like her and the daughter had some conversations during this whole catfishing thing, mm-hmm. and it sounded like the daughter knew what was going on. Yeah, I saw she she said that she goes, "I told her all summer she was being catfished," and I'm like, "How do you, how do you know that?" But maybe so. she let her. I think that it, that was one of those relationships where they were more friends than mom and daughter. 
got their braces off and Maddie is the big mouth and she's actually she's a lot like Mackenzie really outgoing and really you know very vocal and then the other one I can't remember the other one's name real quiet she's a lot thinner and smaller and she has like Kara she has like highlights and makeup and she's just a really different they're just so different but um yeah I mean they're all you know they're all really cute kids still they didn't really go their parents weren't ugly no they're not but other than that I didn't really see I didn't watch much more than that I just wanted to see what they look like because it had been you know a couple of years since I had seen so anyway on a side note yes Sunny's going blind what I know how can you tell well his eyes all grayed over which one all of them or both of them I mean (laughs) well he's not a spider he only has two right okay Uh, the left one has completely grayed out and uh, his right one is starting to gray. And Did you I take him to the vet. I'm taking him to the vet to confirm it. But apparently, blindness is very common in older Shelties. Um, and you know what? I think I would prefer the blindness over their heart issues because they do get congenital heart failure, and that's what my first Sheltie died of, Jesse. Yeah. So the fact that Sunny is super healthy and is just going blind is somewhat nice. Um, the way we started figuring it out before we noticed the graying in his eye is we he loves to play catch. And I mean, he it's he lives for playing catch. Right. And so we were throwing it and he couldn't see it. Aww. And we're like, what's going on? And so we'd throw it. We'd throw it a different way and then he could see it and he'd go get it. Well, now it's like he picks up his toy and he runs into the glass door all the time because he can't tell that it's not open. And so it's. He's truly blind in one eye now. And it went like in a month. It went from he could see to nothing. And so we're definitely taking him to the vet probably next week just to confirm what we probably already know. I mean, there's nothing you can do about dogs losing their sight. It's kind of just part of old age. I mean, he is 10. Oh, wow. And so, um, but I started bawling. I absolutely started bawling. And I said, well, he's not going to die from it or anything. But I said, you know what makes me sad is that of of the dogs that we have, Sonny lives for playing catch. And he won't be able to do it anymore. And that that just kills me. Because it's like, why does that always happen? Like, people who are really good singers or people who are super good artists, you know, they they get those debilitating diseases where they can no longer do the, the one thing they love to do. It's like the brutal, the cruel irony of that always happens, you know? It's like when kids get diagnosed with, with a terminal disease. It's like, really? Not the 90-year-old who was right. terrible to their family? They live to be 102, but we have a 10-year-old here who will not live to see Christmas? I mean, that kind of shit kills me. And so it's like with the dog, it's like, of all the dogs I've had, this one plays fetch. I mean, he will literally grab a toy and run to me and say, throw it to me. You know, like that's all he ever wants to do. So now I bought him, I bought him a, um, a squeaking Christmas pickle. It's this little stuffed toy that squeaks and it's a pickle. Yeah. And he literally lays with it when he comes, cause he comes in at night now cause we're afraid he, he'll get lost. Yeah. And so he sleeps indoors now and he lays with it because when I squeeze it, he can hear it and he moves his head to find it. I mean, it is gut wrenching, Paula. I am not kidding. It is the worst. It is the worst. Wow. I know. And he's the sweetest dog. Well, I maybe he can it. find like a different way to play catch. <sighs> I don't know. Do you want to play catch with a blind man and find out? Let me know how that goes. Well, I'm I mean, just saying. Be good. Like, dogs are smart. They might they you know, are. be able to modify. Well, I mean, 
I had a suggestion that I get something that I can put like a treat in so he can smell it and maybe go to where he smells it. <clears throat> or maybe like run from him and then squeeze the pickle and then like he could run towards it. Yeah, I, I just don't. I mean, have you ever run towards nothing with your eyes shut? I'm just like, I don't know how how comforting that would be for someone. Well, I mean, you never know. He might like it. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I just, I just, I just wouldn't just, give up entirely. I would I'm just not giving try, up. I would just try a few things and see no. if he like likes it. You never know. I, I'm going to go to the vet. There may be some kind of supplement that will that will maybe retard the blindness. But from what everything I've read, once a Sheltie goes, once a Sheltie loses the sight in one eye, it's usually within six months they're fully blind. So he will be an indoor dog probably by spring. It just sucks because he's not he's not so old that that he would you know he was gonna be dying anyway. I mean he has like four or five years left. Yeah, so that's a long time to be blind for a dog. But that's what I'm saying is is that I think I think he'll because he's smart. I think he'll adapt. Well, I, I hope he adapts, but I'm just, you know, me, I'm thinking he'll never go on another walk. He'll never go oh. to the river. He'll never play catch again. You know, I mean, no, that kind I mean, of stuff makes dogs, me sad. They trust their people. And so, I mean, yes. I think I think that he'll he'll adapt and he'll learn. And, you know, you're going to come over and see his gray eye and you're going to start crying. I'm telling you right now, you will well, start I'm crying. Sure, I will. Tyler. I mean, Tyler was like, oh, my God, Tyler, heartless man. Tyler, my son, sees Sonny and he's like, what? What happened to his eye? I'm like, he's blind. No, he's blind. I'm like, I know it's so hard. It's so heartbreaking. It's just hard because it just, you know what? It's proof of aging. It's just proof that they won't, they don't stay with us forever. And it sucks. Yeah. It just freaking sucks. So anyway. Thanks for checking out this week's Ugly Cuts. Join us for an all new episode dropping every Sunday on your favorite podcast platform. And of course, UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. 